Good morning, this is Monday, April 25th, and this is the new Morning Mercies devotional. Today you will spend solitary moments of conversation with yourself, either listing your complaints or counting your blessings. Think with me for a moment. Do you live a life of blessing or complaint? It is so easy to grumble. It is so easy to find fault. It is so easy to be discontent. It is so easy to find things that are less than you want them to be. It is so easy to be irritated and impatient. It is so easy to groan and moan about the difficulties of life. It is so easy to be dissatisfied. Why are these things so easy? Well, they're easy because sin still causes us to make it all about us. Because sin really is selfishness at its core. We all still tend to shrink our worlds down to small confines of our wants, our needs, and our feelings. We then tend to judge the good of our lives by how much of what we want we are able to actually have. At street level, it is tempting to live a God-forgetful, me-existent existent. If you put yourself in the center of your world, you will find plenty of things to complain about. It is also true that you live in a fallen world where people and things are not functioning the way God intended. This world really is terribly broken. Life here really is hard. You face all kinds of difficulties, big and small. People disappoint you. They make your life hard. Obstacles appear in your way. In some way, the fallenness of your world enters your door every day. Combine the hardships of life in this fallen world with the self-centeredness of sin, and you have a recipe for disaster, or at least a miserable life of discontent. The Bible does not see grumbling and complaining as little things. In Deuteronomy 1, Moses recounts how the people of Israel murmured, grumbled about their lives, and embedded in that murmuring were questions about the goodness and wisdom of God. God's assessment was that by their grumbling, the people had rebelled against him. They had shown they were unwilling to do what he had called and enabled them to do. The joy or complaint of your heart always shapes your willingness to trust God and do His will. Complaining forgets God's grace. It ignores His presence. It fails to see the beauty of His promises. It allows the display of your spl- of His splendor in creation to go unnoticed. It questions His goodness, faithfulness, and love. It wonders if He is there and if He cares. If you believe in God and his control over everything that exists, then you have to accept that all of your grumbling is ultimately grumbling against God. Yes, it is easy to complain. It is easy to forget the Lord, the daily blessings that fall down on each of us. Our readiness to complain is another argument for the forgiving and rescuing grace that Jesus, without complaint, willingly died to give us. For further study and encouragement, read Deuteronomy 1. Deuteronomy 1 is long. I'm going to just read part of it, but it's still going to be long. Starting at verse 19. We then set out from Horeb and went across all the great and terrible wilderness you saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites. Just as the Lord our God had commanded us, when we reached Kadesh Barnea, I said to you, You have reached the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. See, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up and take possession of it as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has told you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Then all of you approached me and said, Let's send men ahead of us so that they may explore the land for us and bring us back and report about the route we should go up and the cities we will come to. 
The plans seemed good to me, so I selected twelve men from among you, one man from each tribe. They left and went up to the hill country and came to the valley of Eskol. Scouting the land, they took some of the fruit from the land in their hands, carried it down to us, and brought us back a report. The land the Lord our God is giving us is, is good. But you were not willing to go up, rebelling against the command of the Lord your God. You grumbled in your tents and said, The Lord brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites where, and to just, so they could destroy us because he hated us. Where can we go? Our brothers have discouraged us, saying, The people are larger and taller than we are. The cities are larger and taller than... The cities are large, fortified to the heavens. And we also saw the descendants of Anakim there. So I said to you, don't be afraid, terrified or afraid of them. So the Lord, the Lord your God who goes before you will fight for you just as you saw him do for you in Egypt. <clears throat> and you saw in the wilderness how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all along the way you travel until you reach this place. But in spite of this, you did not trust the Lord your God who went before you in the journey to seek out a place for you to camp. He went in the fire by night and the cloud by day to guide you on your road you were to travel. When the Lord heard your words, he grew angry and swore an oath. None of these men of this evil generation will see the good land I swore to give your fathers. Except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, he will see it. And I will give him and his descendants the land on which he has set foot, because he followed the Lord completely. The Lord was angry with me also because of you and said, You will not enter it either. Joshua, son of Nun, who attends you, will enter it. He will enter it. Encourage him, for he will enable Israel to inherit it. Your little children, whom you said would be plunder, your sons, who don't know good from evil, will enter there. I will give them a land, and they will take possession of it. But you are to turn back and head for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. You answered me, We have sinned against the Lord. We will go up and fight just as the Lord our God commanded us. Then each of you put on his weapons of war, thought it would be easy to go up into the hill country. But the Lord said to me, Tell them not to go up and fight, for I am not with you to keep you from being defeated by your enemies. So I spoke to you, but you didn't listen. You rebelled against the Lord, Lord's command and defiantly went up to the hill country. Then the Amorites who lived there came out against you and chased you like a swarm of bees. They routed you from Seir as far as Hormah. When you returned, you wept before the Lord, but he didn't listen to your requests or pay attention. For this reason, you stayed at Kadesh as long as you did Lord Jesus, I pray that today I would do everything without grumbling and complaining and that I would count my blessings and that I would see the world through your eyes and not through my selfishness and my eyes, that I would not forget you, that I would not, that I would not forget to live in a fallen world. Lord, that I would uh, instead um, see that you have gone before me, are going before me, and I would uh, see your grace, and that I would revel and accept and believe, and I would count my blessings one by one. Amen.